What's up, guys? Merry Christmas! Oh, it's Christmas time. You've just been busy unwrapping presents and giving them to people. Giving them to me, obviously, right? Oh, gosh. I hope you guys are having a great Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Oh, okay. With all that excitement out, my name's Nate. That's the energy we're bringing today. And I'm so excited that you are here at our Christmas TLR, okay? I hope that if you're in college that you're having a great Christmas break. School's finally over. It's Christmas Day. Oh, I just hope that everything is going great and wonderful for you. Today, I'm so excited because we're bringing in a, to a landing, to a stub, this series, this Christmas series we've done called It's All Good. We're wrapping that up today and it's going to be so, so good. Oh man, I'm so pumped. I hope that, gosh, I've been hyped on that Christmas, you know, like Santa, okay, just like y'all, just like buddy. Anyway, if this is your first time, you're like, this guy is nuts, I am. But if this is your first time, this is important to know that this is a conversation about life and faith. And it's a conversation. My Christmas present to you is to remind you that this is a conversation, which means nobody wants to just hear me talking the whole time. Okay, come on. We want to hear from you. So to make that happen, you know, there's a chat box, comments, however you're watching this, we want you to engage in that. Okay, we'd love to hear from you and check on those. So to make sure that that is working, you stretch your fingers out from, you know, opening presents. We, we want you to practice by answering this question. And the question is, what is your favorite Christmas cookie? I didn't know until a day of recording. And my assistant, I'm just kidding. She's not an assistant. We're a team. But my teammate, Sarah, told me that her favorite is gingerbread cookies. I didn't even know people ate anything besides sugar cookies on Christmas. I was like, what's wrong? I mean, I guess I knew. I just didn't know in flesh that somebody would actually do that. But sugar cookies are obviously the go-to Christmas cookie. What's yours? Okay, maybe you agree with me and you're right, or you agree with Sarah and, you know, whatever. Okay, either way, we're glad that you are at TLR. We hope you enjoy this conversation. We are so excited for this. So, you guys, while you're answering away, sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation. I will see you on the other side. I just want to Christmas story true? That's a question that some people wrestle with, and it's a question we've been talking about through this time. Like, is the Christmas story true? But but for many of us, the question that, that we wrestle with is not, is it true? Because if it's true, it's one thing to talk about, and I love, love talking about if it's true and figuring some of that out. But the question that more and more you're asking and that I'm asking and that, that we're all kind of wrestling with at times is, is it even good? Like, is it good for you? Is it good for me? Is it good for the world? Because most people, a lot of people would say, no, it's not good. And like they point to, you know, history, things like the Crusades, like Christianity is not good. Like, look, look at this. Or they, they point out bad things that, that people in the name of Jesus have done. And like, see, it's not good. It's not good for anybody. This is what it leads to. And maybe that's what you think. Maybe that's why that's why the answer for you is not is definitely it's not good but it's also why you left it's why you're, you're like i'm not a christian anymore i don't go to church anymore that's something my grandmother does and i don't do it anymore and you're like yeah it's not good news that's why i'm not part of it or maybe it's why you're thinking about leaving or maybe it's why your friend has left or your cousin or your brother but but it all centers around is it good is it good news and it's funny because you know today's christmas merry christmas um yeah, I was really pumped in the intro, and so I'm still really excited. But, like, you know, Merry Christmas. But 
Today we're celebrating Christmas and we're celebrating this baby being born and we see the nativity scenes and like, and there's, there's part of us that like, not only is it good, but like, does it impact my life? Because I mean, I know, I hear some of your stories and like, you go to a Christmas mass and you're like, oh, can we like get home and eat, you know, our lunch or eat our dinner, open presents? Like you have these traditions that, you know, you kind of enjoy and stuff, but really they're like, you, you when you think about does this impact my life it's just like eh, not really okay like i i got more important things like i oh, when i got the new iphone okay okay i hope i or you know i'm hoping to just have some good food this year mom doesn't burn it like last year you know just whatever it is in your family but when we think about the christmas story baby jesus does it impact us like does it impact my life and is it even good and that's what we've been wrestling with. And if this is your first time at TLR, we're so glad that you are here. I would encourage you to go back and watch the last two. First one, kind of introduce this. Second one, we talk about Mary. I have my friend Sarah with me. And we like talk through like, is the story of Mary good news? But today, what I want to close with is exploring the other people that are in that nativity scene, the shepherds. Now, but before we get to that, when I was preparing for this, I was reminded of, of a quote, and maybe this is, again, just a tension that you feel, but I was reminded of a quote that one of my friends, I met this guy online, okay, like not on Tinder, we just met online, okay, and part, one of the ways that I met him online was he had a blog post that went viral. Now, if you're like me, I didn't know blogs still existed, and also didn't know that they would go viral. I was like, what, this is not TikTok, I can't, like, what is this? Anyway, he had a blog go viral, blew up. And that's how I found him. I read that and I was like, I just, you know, I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot. And I emailed him and we've become friends with text. And anyway, it's cool. But anyway, I want to read you a quote that he has in this blog because on this blog, he writes about why people are leaving church. Okay, why so many young people, and again, maybe this is your story, are leaving church. And he has 12 reasons, but these two are just like stuck out to me and they just continue to stand out to me. One of them is he talks about how sometimes, unfortunately, in church communities and in Christian communities and stuff, there isn't a priority on helping the poor. And he has this quote from this uh, this Christian leader, and this quote says, um, "If our lives do not reflect radical compassion for the poor, there is reason to wonder if Christ is in us at all." That's from a pastor named David Platt. And what's interesting is that what he's getting at here is that, you know, you and me and like a lot of younger people, like one of the things that I love about this generation is that we see some of the systems and the structural just like systems in our world that oppress people, like systematic racism. I mean, one of the things that gives me hope is seeing like, while it is very unfortunate, some of the structural and systematic racism issues that we have in our country, one of the things that gives me hope is seeing how many young people this summer made a stand and like, you know, reached out and continued to learn and continue. How do we, how do we as a nation heal from that? How do we help people? How do we empower people? That's one example of how like, I love seeing young people, I care for people that they recognize there's a growing number of young people that recognize I have privilege. I have benefits and I have advantages that other people don't have. And I need, I need to take what I have and I need to use it to help other people. And it's one of the things that is unique to young people compared to other generations. And it's amazing and it's inspiring. And you guys inspire us when we when we see that. We did, just to keep it in-house and like some of the we've seen in our community, we did a Thanksgiving um, 
food like drive can drive and and i was impressed because we're living in a pandemic we haven't met half of you in person it's just been online like this and we just sent word out hey we're collecting canned goods and you guys blew us away i mean i went by some of your houses to pick up food and I've, i haven't met you <laughs> but you're leaving food out to help other people that's the stuff that's radical that's radical compassion for other people that are less fortunate than you are and what's amazing to me and both inspiring and heartbreaking is that that is the attitude that that should come from following Jesus because that's the thing that he taught and he delivered and he said to do unfortunately what some of you have experienced is that's not what happens and as my friend Sam points out that's why some of us leave the other reason he points out, and this is a big one, is he, uh, if you haven't seen this classic movie, the 2004 movie Mean Girls, okay, and there's a scene where one of the girls forgets to wear pink on a Wednesday, and a famous line from this movie is that Gretchen yells, you can't sit with us, all right, and he talks about how sometimes, unfortunately, that's the mentality that we have that the church or Christian communities can feel like a clique, can feel like, uh, we're only, we only welcome insiders, people like us. And if you're on the outside, we actually don't want you here. And maybe that's your experience. I know some of your stories that that is your experience, that you, your parents got divorced and your church didn't want to talk to you anymore. Your brother came out as gay and you know that nobody would talk to you anymore. That it, all of a sudden something happened where he became an outsider. The reason I start here, because you're probably like, dude, it's Christmas. Where's the joy? Where's the excitement? You know, where's the come in strong and heavy? And now I'm just like depressed and thinking about this heavy topic. Here's the thing. Hang with me as we uh, close this out, because this is what's so amazing to me, is that in the story of Jesus, while we're wrestling with, is this good news? Part of what would be good news is if it was for all people, even people less fortunate, because the reason that that'd be important is because one day one that might be you right now and two you're only a few decisions and honestly a lot of luck to not be in that situation because you never know what could happen we don't know what the future holds and so if god was going to come and if it's you know good news for people like we it, we would want it to be for all people not regarding not based on you know how, what type of job you have, how much money you make, your social status. We wouldn't want it to be that because what if you don't make the cut? That'd be unfortunate for you. Now, you might be like, well, I make the cut now because I'm a pretty, pretty swell person. You know, I'm a good person. Who uses swell? Whatever. But, you know, I'm a pretty good person. I make the cut. But here's the problem. Again, one day you might. And also, do we really want a God that judges like that? That's like, oh, good. I'm glad Nate's in, but Sarah, okay. Now, part of us, we do because we can look down on people like Sarah, but that's not good. And you shouldn't be looking down on her because, again, what separates you? And you know this. This is the thing so many young people are fighting against. The only difference between somebody with privilege and somebody without privilege is luck. It's what they were born into. And we wouldn't want a God that discriminates like that. And we want a God that loves all of us. But does he? Woody, because again, for some of us, that's not what we experienced. This is where the story is so amazing. And my friend, I hope you see this and never lose sight of this. 
See, we all know that the shepherds, like when we hear, you know, we see a nativity scene and like there's Mary and Joseph and a donkey and, you know, some horses and, you know, whatever. And, and then you see the shepherds, okay? The shepherds are there. Here's the thing you have to understand how big and crucial and critical of an idea it is that the shepherds, 2,000 years later, we put these shepherds in our nativity scene. Here's why this is such a big deal. Being a shepherd at this time was not the worst job you can have, but it wasn't like you were the CEO or something. It's a job that, like, there's a few jobs beneath it, but not much. It's a job you get because you couldn't work anywhere else. Hey, okay, it's a job that is just dirty, and people look down and you're like, oh, geez, wait, you didn't go to college? So you're a shepherd? Seriously? You couldn't learn any other skills? Like, hey, shepherds weren't trusted. It's a dirty job. They were unclean, and, like, and in such a religious system, they were looked down upon often. And so with that context in mind, when I'm going to read the story, I just want you to understand the magnitude that this happened. And you can wrestle with if it's true, but if this is true, this would be good news. Because one day these shepherds, they're in a field, okay? and an angel shows up. And an angel says, do not be afraid, which an angel has to say because you're just sitting there chilling and an angel shows up and be, what the good grief okay like you're freaking out you poop your pants and you're like oh gosh okay but angel shows up do not be afraid okay okay gosh give me a heart attack why should i not be afraid angel says i bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people that's the statement we've been talking about is that true though is that true that's what we're gonna see today this is the good news today in the town of david a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. The shepherds hear this and then the angels start singing and the, the shepherds are pumped and their minds are blown. Like, we got to go see this. Like, this is true. Let's go find out if it's true. Because if this is true, this is good news because... I'm a shepherd and the angels are coming and tell me. I need to go find out if this is true. They didn't know if it was true yet, so they go searching. And what happens? They find the baby. And listen to this. It says, so they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph. They found out that it was true. And they found the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, then what did they do? <laughs> they did what you do when you discover good news. They did what you would do if you find out Spotify Premium is free and you don't have to pay for it anymore, okay? They did what you would do if you find out Amazon Prime is free, okay? All right, they did what you would do when you, if you found out not only are you getting an iPhone, but you can, they're free for people. It's good news. What do you do when those things happen? You go and tell everyone. Why? Because good news, good news that brings hope Good news that brings joy. Good news that is for all people. You don't keep it to yourself. You share it with people. What did the shepherds do? It says that when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And what was the reaction? The reaction was, what would happen if it was good news? The reaction was, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. And this gives us this note about Mary, that Mary treasured these things. But then back to the shepherds. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, 
which were just as they had been told. Here's why this is big news, friends, is that I, I have two kids, okay? They're both adorable, okay? One's five, one's one, and um, they're adorable and great joy in my life, okay? Now, that means I've been in the hospital twice, okay, for us, you know, for when they were being born. I didn't give birth to them, my wife did, but I'm there, and uh, I was present, okay? Give me credit, but I'm there, and and what happened when they were born? What, what, what did I do? Did I go and did I go and, you know, just go find some random people in the street? Find some random people that like, you know, that come on, if we're honest, society looks down upon. Okay. Not that, that we should, not that I should, but did I go and find people that we all know society looks down upon and like, oh, it looks like they, I don't know if they've showered, like, hey guys, come, come see, come see this baby that my baby has been born. Or did I go, you know, and tell, you know, or what I really did was like, I went and got my parents and I was like, people close to me is like, my baby's born, oh, so cute, look at this. I got the people I valued, okay, the people that I valued, the first people to come. Which I pick on just little princes. I pick on Sarah a lot. Sarah's one of the ones that have come. Okay, all right. So like, partly because I knew she was gonna bring me coffee. But whatever. Anyway, um, so you bring the people that you value in your life. Hey, okay? same thing with any baby. You think about when you know the royal family has a baby. What do they do? Who's there? All their royal family people, other you know famous people, and you know like popular people. Okay, same thing with our celebrities in the states. See, somebody famous is born they have a baby and stuff who's there not me okay people they value okay and and that's what you do when baby's born when baby's born it's a celebration and the people you value so think about that the people you value are who you celebrate with when a baby's born friend this is what i hope you don't miss think about that the people you value are the ones that you celebrate with when a baby's born who was there? Who was at Jesus' birth? Who was there? I tell you who wasn't there. There wasn't a king there. I know, you know, we think of the three kings. They weren't there. Okay. King Herod, who was in charge of the place, he wasn't there. Any religious leaders, any of the elite people of society, they weren't there. The only people who were there were the shepherds. That is who God celebrated with first and my friend that is good news it is good news because it is from day one god is saying world hello hello world listen i have come to bring good news of great joy not just for some people not just for people who have money not just for people who have privilege not just for people that meet these certain standards no i have come to bring news for all people and from day one we see in jesus's life that he constantly would be pushing on those barriers to punctuate that and and we see this in day one of the story with these shepherds that is good news for you as good news for me because and here's where we'll start to wrap up is that if this is true if this is if this is true, which has a whole nother conversation, but if this is true, why is that good news? It's good news because you get the same invitation as anybody else. It's good news because as I said in the beginning, sometimes people look at church and Christianity as like, oh, it's clicky and it's exclusive. That's not it at all. It's not that at all. In fact, Christianity is the most inclusive thing. 
not exclusive, inclusive. Why is it inclusive? Because we're all in the eyes of God in the same playing field, which means you have the same invitation as anybody else. There's nobody above you. There's nobody below you. God values you. Why does he value you? You're his kid. He loves you. You're his child. He loves you. He wants to know you. You have the same invitation as everybody else. You have the same invitation to place your identity in him. Okay, and we'll be talking about that more in the coming year, so you should be excited about that. But you have the same invitation as everybody else, and that is good news. Why is it good news? It's good news because you no longer have to worry. Where do I stand out of someone? Where do I stand in relation to God? Or be, you know, Nate. I mean, Nate. I mean, Nate's obviously a player. I mean, just listen to him talk. He's so smart, elegant, confident, and like good looking and. He's obviously there, okay? And then Sarah, I mean, we don't even need, okay? No, you don't have to do that, okay? That, that's not it at all. What we do in our society, time and time again, that's good news. We That's not it. In God's world and in God's kingdom, that's not how this works. No, you're all beloved children of God. You, my friend, are a beloved child of God. That is good news. What if this was true? How would this impact your life? It'd give you confidence. It would give you an identity that, you know what? <laughs> no longer do I have to, have to measure myself and live up to some standard that my parents or society or my school or grandparents or anybody puts on me. No, no longer do I have to do that. No, my identity is secure because, why is my identity secure? Because I am a child of God. The reason the reason that this would be good news for you, the reason that this is worth exploring and diving into and wrestling is because if that's true, if that's true, that changes how you walk around and approach life. Wouldn't you want that? Wouldn't you want, if there's a God, and I know we wrestle with that, but if there's a God, wouldn't we want God to view us all that way, to love all of us? You do when you're the one who needs help and we all need help you would when you recognize that you can't live up and you can't meet the standards that you place on yourself let other people place on you. you can't do it and god's like i know i know but here's the good news you don't have to live up to those standards i've met them for you that's good news and my friend what i hope you see in this is that with the shepherds we see it is mind-blowing to me that they are included in the birth narrative of Jesus, the central figure. Like, if you were making this up, you'd pick better people to be there, more significant people, more people that have some clout to their name, more people that could, like, back up the claims and pick these people that we all look down upon. But what you need to wrestle with and why this is good news is that if that was true, what does that say about God? And if that's true, what does it say about how God views you? Those are the questions to wrestle with because, because if this is true, it is good, good news. Now I get it. Wrestling with this and how, you know, how is it good news and how does Jesus actually practically impact my life? I get it. Those are questions to wrestle with. And that's what we do here at TLR and the best place 
to actually like really dive into this and really wrestle with and how does this apply to my life and what does that mean is in a community group you hear us talk about community groups every week but this is a place where you have friends you get to talk you get to wrestle with life wrestle with faith and this would be so crucial for you to join and ask these questions so we hope you do that we're taking a break during this christmas season and during this break, but we'll be picking those back up in the semester. You can see more info in the link and you can fill that out. We would love for you to do that and get in touch with you. If you have any questions on any of this, you want to follow, one of us to follow up with you, somebody from our team, love to do that. If you hated this, we'd love to hear from you as well. But if you want somebody to reach out to you, let us know. Please, please, please join a community group. But the biggest thing you can do this Christmas day is to have a great day have great time with your family reach out to your friends wish them a merry christmas and if you've been around you also know what to do and if you're new this is for you that we want you here at tlr to not only have a merry christmas but we want you to stay awesome because we think you're awesome we think you're amazing have a great christmas and enjoy the holiday season my friends see you guys later stay awesome I just